I have been on record in saying that I am not paying for college tuition <laughs> for my kids. I don't do toilets. What? Say that again. I said I don't do toilets. Wait, what's that mean? It means that I don't want to trade dollars for time, and I want my money to work for me. Hello, and welcome to the I Don't Do Toilets, the podcast for you. You who want to retire the saying, go to school, get a job, work 40 years just to retire with a 401k. Generation X, we're specifically talking to you. And it's not too late to invest in yourself by working smarter and not harder. I Don't Do Toilets is a mindset change, a paradigm shift. And we're sharing our experiences and knowledge, giving you relatable and practical content towards financial independence. We'll discuss wealth building, real estate, investing, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andre, along with my beautiful wife, Maisha. Hey. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Listen to be encouraged and empowered. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, what's going on, baby? Nothing much. Saw me over here bouncing. I like, I just like our intro. I like the beat. I know, right? I like the beat. So shout out to, uh, shout out CTL. Actually, no, CLT. Let me get that correct. Please. Shout out CLT on Instagram. He on IG up under that tag. And his name, his Instagram name right. is actually shout out CLT. Yeah. Did I say that right? You did. But, okay. you know, when you say it kind of like, let's give a shout out, shout out CLT, right, right, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he hooked us up on the beat. And uh, if I had bars, you know, I'll be spitting right now. But Right. And then, uh, you know what? Actually, we know we never really uh, gave praise to him or right. the uh, fellow that made our, our logo. So yes. logo, our logo rule, is fire. Logo rule. Uh, he's under that uh, tag for Twitter and Facebook. Logo rule. So shout out to both of them for helping us in our journey for podcasters with uh, giving us a good beat yes. and uh, a great logo. But anyway, good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day. You know, it really is. I'm, yeah. I'm really appreciating these beautiful days after our Texas freeze. Right, right, right. And then, you know, podcasting, you know, we, we had a different time. So it's a different mm-hmm. feeling. You know? <laughs> Normally we podcast it at night. <laughs> yeah. But the morning is the morning is it's good. Yeah. So what are we talking about this morning? You know, let's talk about college. College. College cost and education for tomorrow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So I know um, last night we had a conversation mm-hmm. about the Biden administration. Right. The the loan forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read all through that to, to like speak intelligently about it. But yeah, I saw that he's canceling loans or right. something right. like that. So from what I've read and I don't have a full understanding. Right. Um, he's there's apparently some cancellation for 72,000 borrowers. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far that's going to go. I don't know, you know, if it's going to extend out to other borrowers. I don't know, but we had a conversation last night about it. Um, And I don't think we know enough to speak intelligently to it. Right. But something you said last night, which was really good is that, as we go to college, we shouldn't be depending on having our college tuition forget forgiven because we in loan debt. Because we in loan debt. Correct. Correct. So that we played begs, that game already. Right. So that begs the question that we need to know as as people who are going to college or people who have children that may go to college, what we need to do and how to plan for it. So that's where we came up with this. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, going into the debt, uh, we, we played that game before. Yes. And I think when when you know better, you do better. So we know better now. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, not our interest to go into any debt. And, and we're going to do our very, very best to steer our children not to do the same because mm-hmm. of just the, uh, the, the rough start you have when you're in amount of debt starting out so young. But, right, right. So let's talk about it. Cool, cool. Okay, so tell me what was your experience with college? Like, why did what what did you choose? Did you choose college to go to a university, or did you you did you choose to go trade? Gotcha. Well, I remember 
in I remember I went to a vocational high school, mm-hmm. so we wasn't college prepped as far as that was not the 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 motto when you compare it to other high schools in the area. We went to a vo- I went to a vocational high so, school. So what does that mean when you went to that you went to? A we learned a skill uh-huh. as we were progressing through school. Okay. So you had electricians. Uh, uh, there was medical department. There was cosmetology. There was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was in drafting. Uh, there was um, auto mechanics. So you learned a skill. You learned a vocation. And the way the real cool setup was that while we were in uh, our junior year and senior year, we would take off time to go work. So I remember my senior year where I would. Uh, go to school I believe for three weeks hmm. and then work for nine weeks oh wow and it was in that rotation or something it was something kind of it was some combination like that but I would be in high school working at an engineering firm drafting with wow. senior drafters or civil engineers so it gave me a great experience where when I got to college I had a good feeling of what I wanted to do as far as pursuing a degree but as far as having an option, college was my only option. You know, that's something that my parents really, really preach. Go to college. Okay. But the school, the high school that you went to actually gave you a skill to give me a skill prior to you going to college. Yes. So I, I could have went into the workforce. Right. Right. I could have went directly into the workforce and became a drafter. Mm -hmm. So like CAD, yeah, AutoCAD. Okay. Uh, you know, AutoCAD was just being like really, really introduced at that point. We were still right. doing you know, everything Actually. by hand. Okay. Um, you know, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was very cool, very, yeah. very cool. But it was not something. Again, you know, my parents was really, really promoting, hey, to get ahead of life, go to college, go to college, go to college. Okay. So that's what was, I uh, got you know, beat into my consciousness. So you didn't feel like you had a choice. I didn't feel like I had a choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was go to college because that was right. It. Right. What about you? So for me, um, college was my only choice. Mm-hmm. Like I for high school, I went to a college prep school. So that was what I was conditioned to um, do. My high school was high school. You get credits for college. Mm-hmm. Um, you they prepared you for college. And the, basically you had internships um not internships, they call it summer programs where you would go to a college and spend time. And um, so basically we were prepped. Like that was our only thing. That was, that was the roadmap. And then my mom, she's a college graduate. So um, she was like, you're going to college. My dad was military. He didn't necessarily want me to go to the military. Um, but he he did go to junior college. Right. So we had a college based program at the Ballard House. Well, I, I remember I remember recruiters coming into the campus, our high school uh, military recruiters. Mm-hmm. And I would completely like they'll set up they'll set up in a cafeteria and I completely was not interested right. at all. Right. You know, I was under that, uh, you know, boys in the hood mentality, you know, the army is no place for a black man. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of what was introduced to me, but my parents did not or were not, uh, any graduates of college at Mm -hmm. all. My mother went to a community college, Mm -hmm. but, uh, at that point, I don't believe she had finished. She ended up, she finally, she did finish, but at that point, uh, neither one of my parents were college graduates at that point. Right. Yeah. It was work, work, work. Yeah. Which was good. I mean, because, you know, kept a right. roof over our heads. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I think the thing at my school, there were no military recruiters coming to our school. Hmm. Like they that that was not a part of the roadmap. Gotcha. The roadmap was strictly go to college. Go to college. So um, how I arrived at my choice of what college I wanted to go to is I wanted to go to the one that my mom went to. Real easy choice. Yeah. Real simple. So I didn't, you know, really research. Right. Um, I would say that I do regret there was a black college tour and I didn't go and I couldn't go because we didn't have the money to send me. Gotcha. But I think if I would have made the effort to work and, you know, get the money to go, that would have been a great experience. Hmm. Hmm. 
Interesting. Open up the opportunities. Interesting. Well, my my selection was I was interested in playing football on mm-hmm. a collegiate level. Animal. And, and <laughs> <so> <laughs> that was his football name. Animal. Uh, sh- so <laughs> I uh, I was interested in playing football, and there was a few schools that had expressed interest in my talents, mm-hmm. and those were the schools that I had narrowed down to my choice of uh, selection. Ultimately, I selected the University of Akron, the University of Akron, the Akron Zips, <laughs> Z-I-P-S. What's a zip? <laughs> Hush. Shade. But on our tour, my mother and uh, um, we met we met the dean of the engineering department, Dr. Lamb, and he really expressed interest in me as a student, and it, it really kind of gave my my parents and, and a, a bit of comfort and confidence that hey uh your son or son will be taken care of so you know that he was that type of guy so that kind of won us over uh and why we selected or why i selected the university of Akron. so how did you how did you end up paying for school like what what was the plan to actually get through college not not um in terms of studying or um academics but in terms of financial well my my first year it was kind of a combination. Parents and myself would kind of go in on a third and get me through that first year. Mm-hmm. After that first year, you know, young. And I, I didn't end up playing football. So I okay. did not play football. Uh, you know, I just had a, a change of heart. But it was ironic because I, a year and a year ago or two years ago, when I would see those recruiters come to the cafeteria and I'd be like, ah, nah, I ain't feeling the military. My freshman year, I was in a English composition course where we had to do a persuasive speech. And I remember a soldier being in uniform and his persuasive speech was to persuade your interest into the military. So that piqued my, you know, I I was curious at that point because I'm like, yo, in order for me to make it throughout college, I got to find a way to pay for this thing. And I was not feeling debt at all. So stepped in the Ohio National Guard. Wow. So I signed up immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yo, what was all that? You know, army's not a place for, nah, forget all that. I'm I'm trying to get paid. Right. I'm trying to get paid while I go to school. Right. So I joined the military my freshman year. I sworn in my Mm -hmm. freshman year. So it it didn't take me long, but I, I swore in my freshman year that December uh, the spring of my freshman year, I went to boot camp wow. and I was in boot camp all the way through um, June and then AIT training through October. So I missed that that first semester of my second year. Right. Uh, but when January hit, got that tuition paid. That money hit. <laughs> that money hit. So and money I knew it was a commitment. Different. All I had to do was just make the grade. Right. And, right. and then from that point, I was able to finesse. Uh, becoming a resident assistant. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I graduated, my loan debt was very minimal because I really only had to come out of pocket uh, that second semester of my sophomore year. Right. Because by the time I hit that third year, I was Ohio National Guard paying tuition. Mm-hmm. I was working on campus. Right. So I was, you know, have, I had spending money. Right. And then I was also a resident assistant. Wow. So, so the you, first, yeah, the first year was out of pocket scholarships, right? And then a combination of me paying up from what I've saved, and then my parents shipping in. But that first, after that, it was all resident assistant, mm-hmm. Ohio National Guard, until uh, you know I got foolish and moved off campus and didn't have to you know come up with some more money. But you know, hey, came out the good. game relatively uh, low student loan debt, right? Right. Well, I especially think compared to you. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? I said, especially compared to you. Oh, wow. Triple digit. <laughs> you gonna do me like that. Your dad had a comma in it. Hey. Yeah, it did have a six comma. figures. But we yeah. moved on for that. Yeah. Hey, but okay, so my experience with paying for college. Mm-hmm. I did the FAFSA. Mm. and saw what I was eligible for. Right. Not a lot of scholarships. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of grants. Mm. 
Loans. Loans. That was the plan. Gotcha. And so looking back. Probably the plan of a lot of people. Loans. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. I'm sure that was the plan for a lot of people. Um, Looking back. So what was the aftermath of all of this? You went to college. You you had a plan. Mm-hmm. And then you had a plan for the first year. And then you figured out a plan for the remaining years. Yes. Me, my plan was the government is going to give me some loans and I'm going to go where I want to go. And looking back, here's a question. Looking back, what's the aftermath? Well, the, the aftermath was, you know, when I graduated, I didn't have a job. So that's the the dream I was told, <laughs> you know, you're going to have a job when you graduate. Mm-hmm. I, I had a bunch of work experience, internships, uh, but when I graduated, no job. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, very little debt, but the first, and I had to move back at home, which mm-hmm. was very humbling. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been out on my own for the last six years because it took me six. Right. And I was living in an apartment, you know, paying all my bills and then to graduate and then come back and have to live at home with the parents was like, yo, I got to mm. be in at what time? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and, wow. Then, and then the first job, I was counting widgets. So I was making $5 and 15 cents. Wait a second. What's right a out widget? of college. College graduate making $5. I think it was like $5 and 85 cents. What's a widget? I mean, I, I, look, I went through a temp agency <laughs> and it was at this manufacturing department and they had me counting nuts and bolts. So wow. very, very, uh, frustrating and humbling experience yeah. to you know graduate go to school uh, pick up the engineering technology degree i had an associates and a bachelor's and then to come home and i will have to you know have a job or not have a job and then count widgets wow it was you know frustrating humbling. Humbling. but it was it was because yeah. i take that back i had an internship that ended mm. after i graduated right and that was with the Harley Davidson. Mm-hmm. And I had big hopes that that would manifest into a full-time job, which mm-hmm. it did not at that time. Fortunate that, again, very little debt, but. That actually made it, you know, it's humbling from from my standpoint, looking outside in, you know, at your experience. Humbling, but having no debt still kind of gets that weight off your shoulders. Right. You know. And I, and I said, I had been working. I was still in the military. The military still giving me checks. Right. So financially, I was in a solid place. Right. At that time, you know, you look at my, you know, my bills right. to income ratio. Were you, pay, were you paying your mama rent? No. What? No, no. Hey, but I got about <laughs> it there quick. <laughs> I was there from uh, September to April. Right. So we talking about four or five months. But no, I was not. Shout out to the mama for no. not requiring the rent. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't trying to make it a home. I was trying to get up out of there as quick yeah. as possible. Yeah. So, and I did so. So <laughs> I yeah, look. How about graduating from a private university? Yeah, coming out with buku loans. Buku, and then going to Houston mm-hmm. to live with your grandmother, Fair trying enough. to find a job. Yeah, with a degree. That you can't do nothing with. Yeah. Without getting more. More experience. M- more no. education. More education. Gotcha. Because <laughs> political science. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. I was, I was an, I was a McNair scholar, which meant that I could go to graduate school with some, some money, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to go to graduate school. I wanted to go to law school. You see how this is playing out? Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to my in-state college. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to ACU. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to take advantage of McNair scholarships. I wanted to go to law school, but just being they a rebel, yeah, being defiant, yeah. defiant, yeah, doing defiant. what you want to do, finding your own way, finding my way. But that's 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 not uncommon. I mean, that's right. that's good. Right. It's just that you stacked up a, a lot of debt and, and didn't have a plan, and didn't have a plan, right? So, I, you know, when I look back, fortunately, I had people that was helping me 
Right. Even in my uncertainty, I have people still saying, you know, keep progressing, mm-hmm. keep going in this direction. Right. You know, because I think about some of the, you know, how many times I switched majors or how many times I mm-hmm. caught interest in this subject or that subject. You know, I went from trying to be a meteorologist to, you know, <laughs> studying astronomy. And it was just like, yeah. you know, it was it was crazy. But I was always progressing towards a goal, which and, was and you, and you had a mindset of no debt, too. I which did is have great. a mindset. Yes. Which is great. You and, had and, that young. And that, and that was from the parents yeah. drilling me. Hey, you don't want to be in a lot of student debt. You don't want to have a bunch of student loans. And it's interesting because I looked at the Forbes article when we were discussing this last night, mm-hmm. 45 million student loan borrowers wow. as of, you know, this article was March, 2021. So a couple, couple weeks ago, and that equates to $1.7 trillion in debt trillion with the T. So, you know, we're not alone. Yeah. And you know, this college is a big business. So if we were to do it all over again, yeah, I think at 18, mm-hmm. I really should have pursued military more seriously. Mm-hmm. Went in, I would have went to the Air Force though. Definitely Air Force. Absolutely. Definitely Air Force. Absolutely. Uh, Shout out to the Air Force. Spend my four years getting paid to learn a skill and building up my uh, GI money, et cetera. And then mm-hmm. if it was something that I thought I can pursue to be you know, more of a career driven, go ahead and make it a 20 year career. Right. But definitely the 18 to 22, cause also mature wise. I mean, I, I thought it helped me out from, from a, a maturity standpoint, the most right. was going through that process in between that age window. Well, you know, when I graduated from college, I was trying to get into the military. Yeah. Get, get the loans off your back. Yeah. <laughs> cause they was giving out money. Monkey. Right. And I, and, I, and I appreciate that. Cause Again, you know, the the military stepped in and had a good a good program. Yeah. Great program. They wouldn't take me though. All you had to do was just make the grade. They wouldn't take me. So All right. So let's let's pivot just a little bit. Um so and and I do want to mention that when I graduated, uh I was looking to go in the military, they wouldn't take me. So I went to Houston, lived with my grandmother. Do you know I became a substitute teacher? Ooh, how am I going to pay off my loan as a substitute teacher? I, when you say substitute teacher, I just think about that movie. <laughs> the substitute teacher. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, okay. hey, you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You and I did. You, you got to do what you got to do. I did. So let's talk about college costs today. Today. I, today. Let's talk today, about the statistics. March 2021. Yes. All right. What is your... The, the school that you graduated from, oh, wow. how, much, how much does it cost? This now? So I don't remember exact amounts of what I paid back when I went, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing around 20,000. Right. Today, Abilene Christian University, Abilene Christian University, tuition alone is $36,000. That's a yearly salary for people. Yes. Right, so $36,000 to go to a university. Yes. And that's, that's just, just tuition. And that's just tuition for one year. Yes. So all the miscellaneous, the, the books, the room, the room and board, board and, books. and you know, computer fee and you know. So so when they when they did when I saw this article for Abilene Christian to see what their tuition costs are, if you put it all together, it's 50,000 a year. Just to graduate from Madeline wow. Christian. Wow. Well, the University of Akron, uh, shout out to to the school, the Zips. <laughs> he is gonna me- he is going to really emphasize the Zips. Hey, Who everybody knows don't know what, what a Zip, a zip is, is. But that's another story for another day. Yeah. Uh, the tuition there right now is just under twelve thousand for Ohio residents and then that's very good just above 15,000 for non-Ohio residents that's pretty good and, and if I, re- I I think somewhere in the ballpark of 3,000 to 4,000 dollars tuition was about the cost uh, um, when I was in school so somewhere in that ballpark about four thousand between three and four thousand dollars that's that's great so but what what was crazy is that I remember taking classes at a community college mm-hmm. and community college, Sinclair community college. It was 
$35 a credit hour. Right, right. I'm like, yo, I'm taking classes here at $35 a credit hour. <laughs> I'm like, this is where I should have taken Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I should have, you know, those first couple of years at, at, at Akron, I was like, yo, these, these are the same courses that I, I could be taking at Sinclair, but I right. wanted to be away. I wanted to be away and I wanted to be out of the home. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that's an optional. I share that because that's an option. Community colleges are definitely a cheaper right. route, um, especially if you are uncertain mm-hmm. or if you are, you know, just to take your your uh, essential stuff, your electives, yeah. not your electives, what are they, the core class? I'm not even sure what you call them, yeah. but your like English your and your maths, yeah. you know, the stuff that you need yeah. in order to, you know, get the degree, you can definitely. So I actually, we're going to talk about that a little later. And you, my first, my first summer, in um at ACU I took because I was still a resident of Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I went back I flew back to Arizona and actually stayed with one of my friends for that summer and took college courses at the community college just so but it wasn't for financial reasons. It was because I wanted to make sure that I graduated on time. So I was trying to knock out some of those um those core classes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So given the cost now of of you know, what we share with the universities, what's mm. the average cost of just college today as far as tuition? So according to educationdata.org, the average in-state tuition is $9,580. Out-of-state is $27,437. That is just tuition. That is daunting. You know, you think about the rising costs of college. Uh, I saw the in that same article from Forbes that the rising cost is about seven percent each year. That means as you know, our children are our oldest is eleven, mm-hmm. so she still has another six years right. before she's going to be entering college. <laughs> I mean, these numbers are going to be through the roof, right? <laughs> you know, right. I mean, biz- college is big business, and it's frustrating that something. You know, this is my whole, I guess, bone to pick with college is that it, it's kind of been forced or at least presented to us growing up mm-hmm. that you need this in life. Right. You need this in life in order to, to be successful, mm-hmm. to to be uh, a contributor to society. And they make it so expensive. Yeah. It's like, who can afford $50,000 to go to school? You can't. Right. You have it's, to get loans. It it feels like a setup. It oh, feels like you're taking your child who is in that 17, 18 range. And then they set them up for failure because the cost of tuition is so high. Mm-hmm. And they're expecting this child to be able to navigate the right thing to do financially when it comes to college and really what the child is thinking about is going to school and having fun college life at college. Is fun. Yes, indeed. So they're not, they're not necessarily thinking about the financial aspect of it. Um, unless they have parents who help them think about it. Right. So it, it feels like a setup and it can be a setup, Easily. but it doesn't have to be a setup. Doesn't when you know better, you do better. Right. And that's our, our aim for when right. our children are in that, that that time frame is that hey, pay attention to right what our experiences have been. We've had time to put a plan together. Mm-hmm. Now let's just point still go have you fun, but let's execute this plan. Right. Right. Our daughter wants to go to Howard. Which is a private school. Right. On the East Coast, yeah. which is high cost of living. I'm looking forward to visiting D.C. But you know DC. what? We going to set her up. Yes. We are going to set her up for success. Right. We, she will not be set up for failure. She will not be. Yes. Not on my clock. Not on my watch. Yeah. If, if Daddy going to make it happen. And, you know, it's something that we're working on even today because, uh, you know, we're planning that seed college and uh, we have a plan in place. And we're discussing it. And these are all things that I don't remember experiencing as a kid. It's like it wasn't college wasn't part of the conversation until maybe my junior year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to go fact check this with the parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, just 
just from what I remember, you know, college wasn't an issue or wasn't a, a topic of conversation until my junior year, senior year of high school. Right. And at that point, you know, you that's considered, I think, late. I think it is, too. So we're, we're planting that seed now. We're starting to do college. Uh, well, you know, soon as the pandemic is over, we're, we're going to start doing college tours where mm-hmm. uh, we start with the local colleges here in Houston. Just bring her to campus, bring the kids to campus, let them see, and then start scheduling mm-hmm. where to go and starting to peak interest. Well, you, you know, one of the things that we did is we actually have our daughter in a college prep school yes yes. and rigorous it's very rigorous i'm so tired Uh, (laughs) are you tired yeah yeah. i'm tired so by the time they get to college they already gonna know what to do and how to do it right but i i do like the fact that her school counselor already has them doing like virtual college tours Mm -hmm. which is great that's how she how she came up with going to howard Mm -hmm. you know so um those are some of the things that they're prepping her for, but you've also prepped in the sense that you've opened up brokerages accounts for them. Oh yeah. The custodial accounts. Yeah. Cause I listen, <laughs> you know, my parents blessed their hearts. They took care of me my freshman year and it was like, yo, from that. And, and you know what? They still gave me money. They still yeah. helped out, yeah. but you know, but once they, you know, once they saw my plan, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, okay, you got it. You know, right. we'll send you spending money and, you know, help you out with this and that. But mm-hmm. um, I have been on record in saying that I am not paying for college tuition <laughs> for my kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have said that and I will continue to drive that point home. Yeah. They will be in a position and that's where we, we are investing now mm-hmm. in their success in the future. Mm-hmm. to not rely on us as right. parents to finance their way through college. Now I say that now mm-hmm. and I, and I know, you know, parents as parents, you do anything for your kids mm-hmm. and I, I get that college. Yo, they're not getting none of my money for college. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas <laughs> the mama, the mama of the kids yeah, has, a little bit different perspective, right. um, but I'm trying to get on board with none of my money. But we, I mean, the thing is, we we're we're preparing them, so I can get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And if they're prepared, they can figure it out and make it happen. And and we are giving them a little bit of something. True. That's through the custodial account. Correct. Can you cut your eyes at me? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you did cut your eyes. Yes, that's through the custodial account. So we're investing we're investing into their education now. Right, right. Exactly. So we're and we started early. So yes. and and, that, and that's the that's the, the beauty. The uh the way to look at it. Yeah. So invest yeah. now or invest later. Yeah. But the goal is to set them up for success. Right. Where they don't go into any debt. Right. And we're not struggling to, you know, to keep them in college. Yeah. We're not taking out loans. Right. That Correct. I guess, you know, I guess that's a better approach that I should say. We're not going to be taking out loans to yes. finance them through college. Yes. So let me just, so just forget everything I said about that. So no, 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 no. What no, you said is good. Yeah. But you was cutting your eyes. I mean, pretty sharp. So <laughs> let me, let me restate that. Can I rescind that statement? Yeah. All right. So you rephrase. Yes. Let me rephrase that. Okay. We are not going to be going into any debt mm-hmm. to pay for our children's education. Correct. So that now is, that I get on board with. Okay, so there's yes. better stated. We're not going to be taking out loans. That's not the plan. Yeah. All right. So if we continuously to work the plan that we have, mm-hmm. then we shouldn't be in that position. Right. And I'm a big component of you know I had my I was working on my master's and I felt like hey an employer was paying for it at the time before I stepped out and got my own business. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to any debt for even my education. Right. So I'm surely not going to go with anybody. I'm not going to go to, I'm not going to go into any debt for somebody else's education. If I'm not willing to go into debt for my own at this point in my life. Now, now we talking. Yes. So we're on the same page. Boy, that eye cut was serious. (laughs) Jeez. I did not cut my eyes. You did. I did not. So, Hey, and then what if our kids not even ready to go to college? We need to talk about that. Right. Because I think 
So with our kids, like we have two kids right now that want to go to college, but one of them may not decide, mm-hmm. may decide not to do that. Like our youngest loves fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, do we send her to college or do we send her to fashion school? Correct. You know, and if she starts creating her own designs and selling them, is college even necessary? Why? You know, so what? I don't know. You, you, you have to assess whether your child is college ready and or interested college averse. Like, do they even want to do it? Right. And not to say that you should just go with the whims of what your children want, but you also don't want to send them to college and they go to college and squander your money or their life or their life. Making, yes. You know, getting caught up, making bad decisions. Yeah. And next thing you know, boom. Cause there's a lot at college that can take them off track. I mean, easily, easily fraternities, sororities. I mean, just, just college life, men, and, women, just, just college life in general. Yeah. Of, of having that. I haven't been in, I haven't had the independence mm-hmm. all, all my life. And now I got this freedom yeah. to be independent without the restrictions of, parents checking right. in on me and you know this is a new time like this is uncharted territory yeah. you know with social media yeah. and and, and the, just everything now we didn't have to go through in college right you know we were just at the the beginning like i was excited to get an email I, <laughs> <laughs> like what's an email man when i got to college i had no idea what an email was. right so now I mean, Gen X. Talk about Gen X. Right. Yeah. By the time our daughters are in school, I mean, who knows what what will be the the latest technology (laughs) or what they will be exposed to. Yeah. So it's something that, again, that college life can, you know, easily get derailed quickly. And you have to you have to balance knowing your child and knowing your financial responsibilities. You know, so it's a it's a it's a pretty big balance. Like you, you, you are not doing your child a disservice if you don't think that they're ready to go to right. college. That's they not might, a disservice. They, they might need to go to military. Yeah. They might f- need to find a trade. Right. Do something productive. Right. Until you figure it out. Exactly. Do something productive and going to college, getting into a bunch of debt mm-hmm. and then saying, hey, college is not for me. That's not productive. So that is the main question I think that you need to to answer in in planning for college you need to answer whether your child is college averse now that question may change the answer to that question may change over time Mm -hmm. but you need to be assessing early if your child is college averse like if they're not if they're not (laughs) if they're not ready for college or if they're not um i would say even interested interested I I wouldn't necessarily push them right. to do something they're not interested in. Yeah. Um. So. So so you know, parenting parenting is tough. It is. Right. And it you is. know, we're definitely not uh, the gurus of parenting. Right. You no, know, we still got young kids, mm-hmm. and you know, some of our peers have already had kids gone through college. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, we still we're still trying to figure this thing out as well. Right. But one thing. And I can say, in my opinion, is that uh, it's going to be a challenge Mm -hmm. and we want to expose our children to as much as we can. Yeah. And see where, you know, they naturally migrate to. Right. And try to, you know, take advantage of that and say, okay, you're serious about this. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's pursue this. Right. You know, Right now, again, the oldest is she is so sold on going to Howard. Mm-hmm. Now they may change. Yeah, but it, it absolutely may change. It may change, but for right now, it's Howard. Right. So let me expose her to things mm-hmm. that support her attending the HBCU, um, right. seeing faces of color, arts, and some of the things that Howard is known for. Right. But but in our minds, we know that Howard is expensive. It's very expensive. The East Coast is expensive. It is. She loves the arts. Arts don't necessarily pay the bills right away. It do not. We know that. Um, so. And these are you, the conversations we're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's about 
preparing them. That's it. Just want to prepare you. Just want to say, hey, here's what you have in front of you. That's right. That's right. And be frank about it. Absolutely. Art is not going to pay the bills right away. Not right away. And it may not pay them at all. That's reality. That's reality. But I will say I look forward to making trips to D.C. Oh, absolutely. I love going to D.C. I I like the atmosphere. I love the East Coast. See how selfish we are. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) What'd you say? I said, see how selfish we are. We we just want our daughter to go to Howard so we can go to DC. <laughs> that don't make sense. Yeah, let's not do that. All right. So so second, second thing in planning for college, choose affordable schools. Ooh, yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls, man. Please, if if you can't no stick, stay within the budget. Everything that we do, we figure out how we can get a discount. Right. Why would it be any different? We're going to university. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why would it be any different? You could have went to Arizona, being an oh Arizona resident, and paid in-state tuition. Yeah, let's Correct? talk about that a little bit. Correct? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You chose to go to ACU <laughs> because that's where your mother attended. Man, I feel interrogated right and now. And you chose to pay out-of-state tuition. Yeah. Not the best. Not the best. Not a discount at all. So, again, you, you, you're you interested in mm-hmm. attending a university. Look at the cost. Yeah. Pay attention to, um, you know, your allegiances. Right. Your interest. Right. And, you know, make, make sure it makes sense. Yeah. If, you know, you look back at it, Arizona probably would have saved you $10,000, $20,000 a year easily. 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 I think I think probably in state tuition at that time probably was around maybe five thousand dollars a year. I mean and, and not even consider travel costs going right. back and forth. Yeah, and I, I could have stayed at home too. So right, right. So now you you you're staying on campus or room mm-hmm. and board where you have the opportunity to be in Arizona, go right. to a solid school, right? Arizona Wildcats, yeah. right? University, University of Arizona, Arizona. Mm-hmm. and and still be at home. Yep. And and in those summers, I was already there at the school, hindsight. you know, doing doing hindsight. doing summer programs called Apex. So, right. I mean, I already had a footing at the school. I had teachers who at my college prep school who um, graduated from University of Arizona. So, solid school didn't go, didn't, didn't go. go. So, you know, looking at that. The, the affordable schools, uh, assessing that your, your child is, is college adverse, you know, balancing the dollars with the passion and, and really starting out early. Yeah. Th- those are the key principles that we want to lead the audience with. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if, especially if you will start now, whatever mm-hmm. your, whatever age your child is now, yeah. start now, that yeah. will be, you know, the recommendation or our opinion will start now. And, uh, you have younger kids, Really, really start now. Start planting those seeds. Start looking for scholarship opportunities. Yeah. Start discussing what their plans or what their interests are. Mm-hmm. Because that time, as people say, does fly by. It does. It really it does. does fly by. And one thing that I that we were exposed to was, I guess from a financial standpoint, was the the college plans, the mm-hmm. 529s. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I and 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 if you if you are listening right now, you might want to grab a pen and paper. Um, because these are these are some things you can look into with, that we want to just kind of share with you. Um, for us, we have custodial accounts for our kids under uh what is it, fidelity? Yeah, fidelity. Where we invest our vest invest our dollars on behalf of mm-hmm. them. And when they turn 18, they can grab up those dollars that have been invested. And what we're doing is those dollars actually follow market. Like we did, we invest them in shares and um, it follows the market. So their accounts are growing as they grow. Right. And they can be used for college or if like our youngest who likes fashion decides that she wants to create a fashion line she can use part of it you know correct correct now but when they 17 and if i if i feel like they ain't ready for that money 
Right. I'm, I'm closing that account. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm shifting it over to right. my account. So do your diligence when looking at <laughs> when looking Get at custodial money. accounts, but definitely a viable option. And I think that gives us the most flexibility. It does. Because I know we talked in a previous episode about high yield savings accounts. Yeah. Those are gr- those are good, but they're mm-hmm. not really making your money work. Right. And when it's compared to saving your money up under a mattress mm-hmm. or saving your money in a traditional bank like a Chase or, um, you know, Wells Fargo. Right. The high yield savings accounts definitely favor. Correct. But they don't fall into our plan as far as making the money work. Yeah. And that's what our goal is to employ our dollars so yeah. they can go work for us. Right. Right. Um. So the custodial accounts offers that that flexibility. And we didn't like the, the 529 plans because those were limited just to education. Yeah. And yeah. again, if, if if my child is not going to school mm-hmm. or or they're on scholarships. Yeah. It's like, well, did all this money we just save? Like, what are we going to do with it? Now, now <laughs> something that I, I saw about the 529 plan is so like if we have one child that decides not to go to college it can be shifted over to a um your other child Mm -hmm. but if you don't have more than one child it's going to be a problem it's going to be a problem because if you decide that you want to take that money back out there's penalties there's interest and um some things that go along with that but if you know your child is going to go to school and you know that they're going to go in state then a 529 plan may be something that you look into just explore options. Yeah. I think that's the takeaway is start planning, make a plan that's best for you. Right. For us, the custodial accounts, but make a plan that's best for you and your financial situation. And, but the main thing is to have a plan. Don't, right. don't wait till it's college time and be like, yo, we taking out a bunch of loans. Right. That is not the plan. And so, so if you do do a 529, one thing you need to know is that it reduces if you start putting your money in that 529 mm-hmm. it reduces the amount you can get in loans mm. so or grants or whatever so just mm. keep that in mind too that's key yeah gotcha so pros gotcha. and cons to it gotcha gotcha um the last thing i read which was pretty we might need to look into this one what's that um if you have a roth ira you can Use it for retirement, of course, mm-hmm. but you also can withdraw for education. Didn't know that. You can withdraw out of your Roth IRA yeah. for education. Yeah, yeah. That's something to look into. So I'll be looking into that because that that I mean I I saw that, and basically, um, it's an expense that can come out, mm-hmm. and it won't be subject to taxes. As because long, as long as it's an education expense. Gotcha. 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 So something to look at. So number one, again, custodial accounts. Number two, your 529 plan. And number three, your Roth IRA. Write those down. Take it. Look at it. Research it. Ask your tax advisors as well. But we wanted to give you guys something that you could walk away with. Yes. Yes. Have a plan. Look into those options. Uh, and avoid going to going into debt. Right. Like that's got to be the ultimate, like last option. Correct. But all right. So let's wrap up with some alternatives to college. Some alternatives to college. I'm pro military. Yeah. I'm pro, I don't care who's in administration. Right. I am pro military. Right. Uh, <laughs> I advocate. I do advocate Air Force over mm-hmm. e- any other branch. So do I. Shout out to my daddy who um, is a retired Air I Force. Do. Yes, and I'm an Air Force kid. Yeah, so I, I definitely would advocate going to the Air Force uh, as an opportunity, but a trade school. Mm-hmm. I am also a huge advocate of picking up a skill. Yes. Learning a skill mm-hmm. that you can take and do something with yourself. Yeah. And become your own entrepreneur, your own boss, become an entrepreneur, uh, barber, um, hair salon. I mean, there's there's so many skills yeah. that that are needed. Right. Uh, you know, something that's Pharmacy generated tech, something that's generated with with technology mm-hmm. or like you mentioned, a barber. Yeah. I mean, after coming out of the pandemic, I mean, was, <laughs> was the barbers in demand or what? Man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I let my hair grow for I think about six months before I had yeah, a haircut. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it wasn't a pretty sight. And and the stylist, look, all the all the women who were doing their kids' hair that are just tired and ready to take their kids back to stylist. Yeah. Oh yeah. So in demand. Have a having a skill, mm-hmm. you you I think you can never go without eating. Plumbers. Because you need skill mm-hmm. um and trade schools offer that so right learning to invest we will push this to the, the 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 cows come home that is a skill it's a skill and that is a skill that you can learn on your own mm-hmm. in the comfort of your own home um you can learn with just an internet connection right and you can also have the opportunity to start small and grow and, and see it really, really flourish to where it can ultimately become a means of income for you to where you can live off and enjoy, enjoy life. Right. Right. So outside of all of that, we've, we've talked about college. We've talked about alternatives to college, but the main thing at the end, when it's all said and done you need to have a plan prior to going to college to make sure you're financially ready to get in. And then you need to have a plan when you get out of college. If you ended up taking some loans, you want to make sure you're trying to pay off some of those loans. But regardless, the main goal, the main thing we we want to stress is planning. You got a plan. I learned a very uh, prominent or uh, a very good expression when I was young was to work the plan and plan to work, plan to work and work the plan. Mm-hmm. And that was something that really stuck with me and helping me get through college because I laid out a plan and then I worked the plan. And you came out with came out victorious. Like no <laughs> yeah, I came out victorious. I, I I'm excited because yeah. again, my, my debt was was minimum and you know I had to pay it off in a very short time yeah something we didn't do before we started was read a disclaimer hey we are not your financial advisors nor are we your psychologists Um, everything we talk about here is entertainment purposes only do your own diligence we did give you some takeaways please take those takeaways and research them for yourselves and make sure that you contact your tax advisor for any tax information. Did we give out tax advice? We did not. Gotcha. We did give out college advice though. We did. So we're not your college advisors either. <laughs> that is our own experiences. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun, babe. It has. It's been a good time and I enjoy podcasting. So I'm looking forward to the next episode. We went a little longer than anticipated, but hey, we had a lot to get off our, our chest. So yeah. appreciate you all listening. And we'll sign it off to the to the next time. All right. Out of the Toilets Podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Your time is valuable and we trust that you've heard content you find beneficial. We're passionate about living an abundant life through financial independence, living debt-free, and enjoying the life we desire. Continue to listen, be encouraged, and be empowered. And show us some love by rating the podcast on whatever platform you're streaming. Give us a five-star rating, write a great review. And until next time, I don't do toilets.